What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Underdog Sports Podcast. I am your host, Nolan Skeen, alongside Antonio Fiore and Sal Estrina. Gentlemen, you're both on your phones. What's, what's going on? What's new? I'm still here, fellas. Antonio's always on his phone to start the podcast. You really are. We got to get out of the way. What? I what? said we just got to get it out of the way, you know? Get what out of the Let way? Let everyone know. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're going we're gonna to go football heavy today. Solid week of football. We're celebrating the end of the season. Because this weekend is the last Sunday that we have a full slate of games until the playoffs. Very sad. Very sad, but also exciting. It's it, it's, like, it's like a funeral. No, I don't think it's... <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's it's not. But um, excited for the playoffs. Not excited that football is going to be gone. But Just think about like our whole month of August. I feel like the month of August is basically just me wanting football so bad, and that's all I think about every day. I feel like and every then, month then we're that here. there's no football, I'm like that. That's a great point, but then like August, it's like you can it's like touch right it. there, yeah. And then we're here, and we're like, I'm so pumped for the playoffs, but at the same time, I don't want to go without football. Yeah, do agree. Can't watch football all day on a Sunday anymore. Or this this will be our last. Yeah, shot Sundays of the year. are so bad without football. It's like what like, am I supposed am, to do all day? Am, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Even like the one in between the championship weekend and the Super Bowl, you're like oh, the Pro so Bowl. This is what it's gonna be like? <laughs> like the Pro Bowl. Yeah, we we get like we get a dose of what it's gonna be like, and uh, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then when Super Bowl Sunday comes, you're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that next week, you're like, fuck. You're like, oh wow. yeah, it takes like two months for you to really get used to it. I mean, I'm just gonna be going hockey heavy. Hockey and basketball. I mean, yeah, yeah, hockey and basketball will always be there, but I, it's not the same. I don't like no, basketball. It's not. Once baseball comes around, that's when I'm fully distracted. Can we talk about our favorite team in the world? The Buccaneers? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They they had a chance. They lost. They had a no, shot. They, 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 had, re- they had a chance. They had to lose at some point. Uh, it's just so heartbreaking to see Jameis lose like that. Because I thought yeah, that, he, uh, got, he got all of his interceptions out of the way. All <laughs> four of them. All four. And... At the end yeah, of the he game, got his yards too. At the end of the game, he had two chances to lead his team down for a touchdown, and both times, well, all right, one time it wasn't his fault because his tight end dropped the pass on fourth down, so I'll give him a break on that one. But second, second time, didn't he throw? He did throw a pick at the last drive though, didn't he? Mm. So he did not he get did. all this. He did not get all of his interceptions out of the way. He it, still wanted to throw one more. It also end. sucks that two of the best receivers in football just weren't there. I'll give him credit. I'm not going to say Houston's the best defense in the world, but in a spot where Houston needed to win the game. Houston has the best, worst defense I've ever seen. I, I the best think, terrible defense ever. I think after his early game jitters, which he always had, he played a okay game for Jameis. So I, I'm not, especially without his top two weapons. I think he did all right. Um. So that's where we wanted to start. The Buccaneers. I mean, it's our team. I. I mean, I don't, okay. I'm not. I'm not. You know, shying away. It was the first game Saturday, too. Deshaun played. That's true. Deshaun played pretty average. I wouldn't say he did. I kind of forgot about it there for a minute. And then I was like, oh, hey, football's on. And I forgot. I was just, I was looking forward to the Patriots game, which I think we should talk about. Yeah. I mean, at one point last week, one of those days, I was like, wow, Pats play Saturday. That's like, it's weird. It's always, but they were on NFL Network. That sucks. Like if you don't have NFL Network, I, mean, I was able to watch the game. But if you don't, and you live in New England, it you want to kill stinks. yourself. Yeah, find a Reddit thread somewhere, somewhere to find the stream of the game. If you want a virus, but to also watch the stream, go to Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that why not just put it on NBC? They all share the TV contracts anyway. 
It, it's got to be something political. Yeah, the NFL needs some sort of grabber to get people to buy this TV station. Um, great throwback performance by Mr. Thomas Edward Brady. I would yeah, say he played that. a really nice game. Um, I don't really have any gripes with the Patriots' performance as I normally do. And I'm normally very hard on Sony Michelle, but I think Sony actually played a very good game. So there's one thing that I realized watching that game is Rex Burkhead is such a better running back than Sonny Michelle is. So I had a discussion with one of my friends about this. I think you're going to see a lot of Rex Burkhead in the playoffs, and I think they're saving I him. think that that game was a tryout between those two of them. So I think what they're going to end up doing is they're going to have a lot of Rex Burkhead on the field because you don't know whether you're running or passing. Obviously, if Sony's out there, you're probably running. You're most definitely running because he cannot catch. And James White out there, it's automatic pass, so... At that point, it's like they'd have to kind of mix up their looks for what they're... And Nikhil Harry looked really good as well. Harry's been looking a lot better. Sanu still looks kind of not a fully functioning member of the offense, but he's still got another week to kind of get adjusted, and then we'll see what happens in the playoffs with him. But it's kind of coming around. They just got to get everything flowing for, you know, going to the playoffs and having all their momentum. So Yeah, and they're going to beat up on Miami this weekend because you would presume so they want that first round by i think i would say there's a, almost no chance that they lose but this is not nfl and when they played miami that. last year there was almost no chance that they were losing that's why that. i'm saying you gotta be careful you can't sleep on any team so i, I and don't know hey man miami's been looking good they've been playing very good the last month and a half speaking of miami they broke my heart <laughs> cincinnati was my lock of the decade was down, was not looking good the whole game. They were down 15 with 30 seconds left. Stored a touchdown, got an onside kick. Stored another touchdown with no time left on the clock. Got the two-point conversion. All for nothing just to lose in overtime with no no time on the clock. Yeah, so I, I was watching the game, and it was, what, 31 to 15? 15. 15, or 30-something to 15. And I, I, like, looked away or went somewhere else, and I came back, and it was tied. And they're about to go to overtime. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. It was a crazy game. It was a really crazy game. I know. I I missed the crazy part of it. I thought at no point during the game did they have. I'm I'm not going to say they had no chance to win, but once they were down, I think 21 to three, I was like, this game's over. Like they're going to get smoked. And then they they didn't really even hang around. It was just kind of like right at the end, they kind of put everything together, which. I thought against that defense they could move the ball really easily. I just didn't see them giving up 31 points to Miami. That was the, that was the atrocious part. Well, it ended up being 38-38, right? It was 34-31, I believe, because they hit the last second field goal in overtime. Oh, okay. I thought it was 38, but it's a loud game for two shit teams, right? I know, right? Like I never expect Miami to score that many points. Oh, so they were down 16. So they were down like 35-19. So then it was 38-35. Notable to point out, we have the or the Bears, not the Bears, Packers and Vikings are currently happening while we're recording this. It's ten nine at the start of the half right now, and Kirk is four for twelve with thirty nine yards. This so game he's is off to gr- a great start. This game is gross. Yeah, so far. it's kind of nasty so far. I've been saying it's going to be a fifteen to thirteen win for Packers. We expect nothing less from Kirk Cousins in prime time, or just a prime time football game, especially Monday Night Football. Um, As he walks off the field once again. Yeah, but back to the Miami game. Cincinnati secures the number one pick with that. So, which they were they were putting up a fight, but <laughs> <laughs> Burrow, Burrow. Yeah, sounds like Burrow's gonna be the yeah. guy. 
I really don't like that. I don't like that at all. I, Burrow's, Burrow's been dominant this year. I don't think you can take anyone but him, honestly. I don't think there's I, any, No, I, I... Even I, if Tua was healthy, Burrow, I still think Burrow goes before Tua. I don't see what everyone else sees in Tua. It's just another Alabama quarterback to me. And you, we can go way back to figure out when the last time an Alabama quarterback actually worked out in the NFL. I understand and totally agree that the Bengals should take either to our Burrow or whoever. I just don't like Burrow going to like a team like that. No, I totally get that. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the draft next year. So if I can avoid him going to Cincinnati with Burrow going to Cincinnati, I'm fine with that. Who is, wants? Is Trevor Lawrence your son? Like, he could be. Yeah, is he like your dad or something? I just, like, a player that's so fun to watch in college, I don't want to see him to go to, like, a shit organization or play for some boring that's team. That's the same reasons why I don't want Joe Burrow going to the Bengals. I don't think there's any way that Cincinnati is dumb enough to pass on Joe Burrow. Yeah, well, the last time they took a quarterback with the first overall pick, it worked out. Who they took it? Carson Palmer. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean... To like Super Bowl or championship standards, obviously it didn't work out, but it turned. He was the, a solid quarterback. He was a solid quarterback, and it turned the Bengals into, you know, an average to winning football team for a good. 10 all to you need in years. The, all you need in the NFL is a good quarterback, and if Joe Burrow's as good as he is in college in the NFL, or even like ninety percent as good. Yeah, and you know what? If he gets drafted by that team, he's going to walk into a nice receiving situation. Well, there, I don't think there's any and way a they good keep, running back. I don't think there's any way they keep AJ, but Tyler Boyd's a solid receiver. John Ross has shown flashes. Yeah. So, not a bad, not the worst situation you'd be in. You can lean on Joe Mixon in the running game. So, not the worst landing spot in the world. So then let's go to the. We still have another Saturday game. Last game of Saturday, the 49ers and Rams. Probably the game of Saturday. It was a very good game. Rams started off hot, and then what killed them was right before half, Goff's interception, I think. The kind yeah. Of Goff, Goff coughed it up there. Yeah. So I'm wrong about my Rams playoff prediction. You you took them plus six and a half, though. I did. Um, it was looking good for them in the beginning of the game, man. I really thought they were. I wasn't they were taking it to him at the start. Off, you know, they were. I was. I was kind of nervous in the meeting because I was like, "How is San Fran gonna lose to the Rams right now? Like, there's no way." It was. Oh, I could have saw it. It was looking really bad at the start, but then they got things going, and slowly but surely, once you get George Kittle involved, they have a chance to win the game. Got to do it. He's George having- Kittle is the best tight end I've ever seen. <laughs> he is the greatest. The greatest tight end I've ever seen. He's going to go down in history as the greatest tight end. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. As a Patriots fan. That's we have as a here. Patriots fan. I just can't. I can't be saying He'll that. He'll never pass Gronk, but, I mean, Gronk, Gronk was with Tom Brady during an incredible run and got three Super Bowls. Like, that's so hard to do when you're in a... Yeah, but also, I feel like, that. like, if I look up a Gronk highlight video, sometimes I feel like I'm just watching Tom Brady highlights. Because obviously, well, yeah, like, I mean, the way Rob just like runs people it's over. It's I, I don't know about that. Tom, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I Tom think... just knew where to put it for Gronk. Okay, but only the... in the place where Gronk could get it. At the same time, how many highlights does he have of him just running over like seventeen guys on his way to the end zone? Like a lot. Oh, there's a lot of that, but I mean, come on now. You look up a full video. On I'm not that, saying that's it's... just you're just seeing dimes from Tom. It's a lot of both of them, I would say, but. Anyway, we're not. I just hope that I hope that George stays healthier. Like I hope that he doesn't has get been as a, banged up as Gronk. Has, well, I mean, when you play that physical, you're gonna have injuries. So and George plays 
as physical as, as physical has. as you possibly can. But at the tight end position, it's kind of hard not to. Like I think Travis Kelsey, especially is, in today's NFL, Travis Kelsey's been able to do it at a high level. Zach Ertz has been able to do it. Hell, even Jason Witten's been able to do it, and look at what he's doing. So. Ertz isn't as much of a physical guy, though. Like nowhere near Kittle when it comes to the physicality. No, I think Kittle has all of them beat in physicality wise. But Absolutely. I'm really all in on the 49ers right now. I think, and I think a lot of what George Kittle's game is is the run blocking and how they're able to get Matt Breida and Tevin Coleman 100-yard carries or 100-yard um, games and get all these carries. It's, it's a credit to him because of his run blocking, which goes unnoticed, obviously. And with the Niners, it's basically you look at the two halves of the season. Their start, everything's defense. Their incredible defense is carrying them, and then it seems Lately, like it's been this. The yeah, the next half, they're scoring thirty a game, which well, that's, is scary for them in the playoffs. That's why I'm buying into them right now, only because like, I I trust Kyle Shanahan as an offensive play caller. Like Robert Sala has been great in calling plays in the defense. Like you know, their defense is talented enough to win them games. Where at the same time, is if they go down fourteen three or fourteen ten or whatever they were down, they they've shown a propensity that they're able to come back from that. So I think they really have the the fortitude to go far in the playoffs in these high scoring games too like they can play the 48 45 win against the saints they can play high scoring and they can play low scoring they can play how you want to play so it's just a matter of you know putting it all together when the time comes so i i feel good about san francisco going far in the playoffs honestly likewise same. I, I mean, you have them as a pick to go to the super bowl against the patriots right now for a while i thought it's going to be brady versus his understudy i think that's what the it's gonna turn out to the be. narrative will be yeah in miami and like uh i don't know man like if if the patriots and san fran played right now like i san fran's winning by like 15 that, that's if just, what, san I, that's just what i think i think you san if the patriots play san francisco yeah. yeah i think san francisco would have a great chance of winning i don't know that the, it could be a blowout though the patriots always love playing close jams so it would definitely be a good game, though. So hopefully that does happen because I'd be excited to see that. There's uh, a couple matchups I'd rather I'm see. Still that, I'm still unsure if the Patriots can make the Super Bowl or not. But again, I we can't even talk about this anymore because it's like it's the same old story. We we've been over this so many times that well, we gotta see. Yeah, you say that, and then we say, "Well, they do it every year." We gotta. I've s- been alive for 20 years, and this run has been going on for 20 years, and it's the same every single year. It is carbon copies, especially the last 10 years. Yep. It is just carbon copy year after year after year. So you know what? I'm done trying to make predictions on it. I don't fucking know anymore. We also got to just see like who they end up playing too because it like you never know. Like Tennessee might be Kansas City or whoever gets in. Like, you never know. There's, you bring up a Kansas City though. It all comes down to whoever can bump off the Ravens. If someone can bump off the Ravens before the Patriots meet them, I don't think that's happening. You bring up Kansas City. That's the only City. way that it's a surefire chance. Kansas City just brought in Terrell Suggs. Yeah, He's an old player, but, I mean, what he could mean to a defense and his experience Which unmatched. I was, also, Kansas I was City's them. scoring defense. No team has a better scoring defense since week 11. Years, yeah, yeah I, was, I was heavily doubting them, and I've been very surprised. I mean... In the beginning of the season, everyone's gripe with them was their defense was so bad. Played another great one Sunday night against Chicago. Yeah, I mean, not the, like not like it's hard to put. I'm not gonna say it's not hard to play defense against Chicago, but you're playing against Mitchell Trubisky, so right. Over the past five six weeks, I'm um, I'd say 
Uh, oh god, what was that? I don't Probably know. only Baltimore's winning or not winning better, playing better. You alright? <laughs> Antonio's having a stroke. He had, he had mouth diarrhea. Um, so let's move to Sunday then. What, your favorite Tennessee was not able to capture a W against. That's right. And I thought for a while there shot. that Tennessee was pulling it out. They were up by. They were up fourteen nothing to start the game. Fourteen nothing, then they were up fourteen ten for a while. And then at the end, it just it was it, the fell apart. Yeah, the doors flew off in that game, and everyone started scoring like what crazy. What a great win for the Saints, though. I mean, especially after a, a Monday night game where Drew Brees breaks the record, and you know Michael Thomas is one touch or whatever, however many touches away he was from passing Marvin Harrison. There was, it was just I he felt was, like it was a he was nine away. Yeah, something like that. Or, I just, or was it eleven? I that, think it that, might have been eleven. That's a great win. A, a win like that's great to pick up when you're about to go into the playoffs. It just feels like it, they were in a bad spot, and if they lost that game, I don't think anyone would have really had a problem with it. But they still were able to come out with the win. Yeah, so. that was it. He was eleven away, and he ended up getting twelve. Thir- oh, I thought he got thirteen. That's wild. Yeah, been playing. As good as you can play as a receiver all year. And again, really like it, it really just doesn't matter what the defense is throwing at him. He can just get open. And it's it's so unbelievable that like when the teams have their meetings like the week before and they're going into practice, you know that their one thing that they say is we have to contain Michael Thomas and not let him beat us. Mm-hmm. But he continues to do it. I mean, it's hard to guard him. The only way you're taking him out of a game is can't if, guard Mike. Yeah, can't guard Mike. You really have to double team him if you want to take him out of the dam. And at that point, that leaves like Kamara single covered or Jared Cook or someone else. So. And what are we at? 145 catches, right? Yep. That's split that in half. It's two good receivers. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's crazy that he broke that record and he still has one game to go. And do they count the postseason or is it this no, just a regular, just regular season? But they still have one game to go and, you know, he's averaging eight a game. He so. could easily get to like 155. Three one fifty five something. I mean, he range. catches eleven or twelve every week, so yeah, <laughs> over one fifty is very realistic. You know, and they're playing the Panthers next week, so it's like not like they're really facing anyone. Yeah, they're not facing anything too crazy. I don't know. Just uh, overall great season for him. I wish I drafted him in fantasy, but I don't think I had him in any league. So it was nice to have him in fantasy until I got knocked out. <laughs> he had so, like thirty six last week. Didn't matter. Always disappointing. I had him in our our class uh, fantasy league. That's which what was you nice. did. I had him. You and didn't Mike do much in that though. What? The, our class fantasy league. Yeah, you know whatever. Uh, your favorite team got the overtime one against Washington. Yeah, man. Damn, Daniel Jones threw five touchdowns. How about that? You talk about really running up the score for two shitty teams. This was really running up the score. They had seventy what seventy six combined points. That's insanity. For those two teams. Yeah. Then again, no one on those teams wants to play defense either, though. I give Sal credit because Sal was the one that, like, was adamant that the Giants were winning this game. I really liked the Giants because I thought Eli was playing. I was like... Yeah, well, when it was announced that Jones was the starter, we got a text from Sal. I was said, uh, I don't know about the Giants now. I I still, if I had done to my head, I would have taken the Giants, but it wasn't like I was as balls to the wall when Jones got announced in. At the same time, though, the Giants are easily a better team than Washington. So oh, they, absolutely. So and they uh, should they should be Washington. Also, Dwayne the Haskins talent. got hurt too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say Dwayne Haskins was playing really good in this game until you know he did get hurt. He's been he's been playing really well the past few weeks, and I think the coaching staff change definitely has helped him. Yeah, he's definitely starting to prove a lot of people wrong because uh, a lot of people are saying that he wasn't ready and and he's just not built to be a quarterback 
in the NFL, but I think he's he's starting to figure it out. Yeah, with um, I mean, I'm assuming the Redskins are actually gonna you know make try and make intelligent decisions this offseason when it comes to coaching and everyone we'll else try, on right? that staff. And if he can, um, have a whole offseason in training camp with a group of head coaches that's there from the start that he actually likes. And that the they team, can develop, you yeah. know, some sort of consistency. That would be amazing. Exactly. Then you're looking at four uh, teams in the NFC East that ha- all have franchise quarterbacks. Uh, Jets, 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 Jets. Yep. I kind of had a weird feeling about that game. I told you guys, you really want to bet Doc Hodges as a road. That's favorite. a weird one. Yeah. No. I. I think the Jets were always winning that game. It just didn't feel like a. I mean, everyone was out in the Steelers just because they said, oh, the Steelers have to win because of the playoffs and this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's just like at but the they same... they still don't have a really good team. At the same time, like, they have a great defense, but on offense, they just don't move the ball. They can't... Like, they're they're as bad as the Bears' offense is. That's, like... If not worse. If not worse. It just seems like either quarterback they put in there isn't helping. Well, you're kind of... You got your hands tied. Like, obviously, you thought Ben was going to be there, and even without Ben, like... Mason Rudolph wasn't ready, and then, like, where did Doc Hodges even come from? So it's like, I don't know what you're supposed to expect with them. Oh, did Stefan Diggs just get hurt? He might have. That didn't look too good. He's slow to get up. He's fine. Oh, uh, he, he's good. It's just, just a different, bang. Just a a different landing. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, I th- it, was a, it was a good performance from the Jets for, for once, surprisingly. They're so up and down. Their offensive line's absolutely terrible. A lot of parts of their team are really terrible, but somehow they might have the worst offensive line in the league. Somehow they just end up getting wins some weeks. Yeah, I didn't realize until you know this week that they're six and nine. that was their sixth win. Are you kidding me? Yeah, weren't they just like three and eight? Three well, they and seven. They won like four games in a row or three games in a row oh. at one point. So I don't know. They just they're sneaky. Yeah, whatever. They can have fun going. <laughs> they're so time. sneaky. Uh, Lamar sealed his MVP case, I would say, too, in that winning against the Browns. Started, slow start. Started off slow, but they got it together. And we were all on the Browns last week, too, except for Nolan. Yeah, I said that the Ravens would blow him out, I, and I took him in my pick three. It took me way too long this season to figure out that the Ravens just beat up on shitty teams, and the Browns are yeah, a shitty team. So every week it's and just like, like that. Sometimes they're off to a slow start, but by the time the second quarter, like they're so quick hitting, it's kind of like – the Chiefs of last year were like they could score 20 points in like a minute and a half. And you're like, wow, dude, what happened? What happened? And I think like this was sort of the case this week. Like the Browns went up, what, 7-0? 6-0. Six, 6-0 six, six yeah. missed the extra point. And then you're like, wow, the Ravens are like starting really slow. Then it was 7-6, to six, I think, at halftime. And then they come out in the second half and absolutely just shit on – on the Browns, yep. yeah, and then that whole Baker Mayfield thing after flipping the, off the crowd, flipping and... off the crowd, and like they just look defeated, bro. And like I just, I don't understand like how Baker Mayfield continues to be like that when everyone just keeps saying, "Why are you so immature? Why are He's you this?" Like, this is who I am. He really not being who I am. He really is just proving everyone right about what they've all been saying exactly, about him the whole time. and it sucks because he played so well last year. Showed so much promise. Odell's and gone. This is the how the season ends. Oh, I, I would. Oh yeah, he wants. Out I of would there. almost guarantee that. I, I would be surprised if Jarvis is gone, but I would almost guarantee that they trade Odell, even and if it's even if it's four forty cents on the dollar. There's sort of no trade on. And I know, like, 
when that whole like thing came out and like he said something to the Pittsburgh sideline like come get me and then he came out and said that that was false like bro we know you want out of there it's it's fairly obvious that he wants out of there I would say I mean yeah and the Browns and, I, and then you know what I give him a lot of credit because too. he's not being as much of a diva as he was in the past about it he's, no like he's not making it obvious that he wants out of there we just assume that he wants out of there based on the way the team is but what was really the only thing crazy that happened with Odell this year? The watch thing in week two yeah. against the Jets? Yeah. That's about it. That wasn't even like overly like everyone was kind of like, dude, come on. Like that was just, just like a watch. Just shrugged off. Yeah. So it really should be there. I think I said this last week too. It really should be their wild card spot, not Pittsburgh or Tennessee. Like they, oh, 100%. It's just a, but yeah, I think Tennessee is a way better team, well-run team. Oh, definitely. Oh, 100%. If you, if you talked about it before the season, you would not say tennis. And it's funny foreshadowing, too. All the players are behind Vrabel, too. You love talking when I'm about to talk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the first week of the season, he was like, what? <laughs> first week of the season, um, what do you call it? They played Tennessee, played Cleveland. So it was just funny right. foreshadowing that it ended up being Cleveland and then Tennessee at the end is probably going to make it if I had to doubt Because they you think play. so? I, I think they beat I, – I would think they beat Houston this week. I know Houston says they're playing their starters, but I don't see – they have no reason to do anything. Tennessee is minus five and a half. I don't see yeah. why they would play their starters and go for it, though. They can't move any spot that tells me That tells me, though, that they're not going to play their starters because why is Tennessee a minus five and a half favorite on the road after they just lost to – to tech the Texans two weeks ago. They probably play them for a half or for like a quarter or for a couple of drives, but I don't think they play the whole game. So I mean, it's yeah. still early. If I mean, Texans unless, come out and say they're not playing their starters, then obviously the line's going to change. I mean, unless they just they want to gift them the the playoff spot. By all means, yeah. Like I, I mean, if they that's what their attitude is going into the game, then they should definitely just announce that they're not playing their starters. Um. Yeah. Just a lost season from Cleveland. It ends with, or it starts with being the most hyped team in the league. Ends with your wide receivers yelling at your head coach and your quarterback flipping everyone off. The gro- Miles Garrett hitting someone over the head with his helmet. Oh yeah, there was that too. The the grossest line of the week was the Atlanta line, where they were favored by seven and a half, and they ended up covering against Jacksonville. We did we did say that they were gonna win though. We did say that they were gonna five win. five and two Just in their last seven. Seven I, and a half seemed like a, a ridiculous number to lay with Atlanta, but I think. I think I took Atlanta. I think yeah, uh, Jacksonville. I, I was, was just, just done with Jacksonville. They flatlined. Speaking about a lost season, their their season really just went in the toilet. They had min, they had Minshew mania for a couple weeks, and after that, it kind of just went well, away. I mean, when you, them and the Panthers. <laughs> when you go when you go all in on Nick Foles and you expect him to be what what he was, it just never know. felt like that was going to work out. Like you really thought Nick Foles was going to recapture what he did for a month or for six weeks as with Nick Foles it only works when he goes to a good Philadelphia team. <laughs> like it only works when he goes to a good team and he competes against a really good quarterback and ends up winning the job and ends up he did the same thing to Michael Vick yeah where what was it Atlanta or was it no was it Philly I think it was Philly where Michael Vick got yeah, hurt. Was, yeah, Vick yeah. was in Philly. And Nick and Nick Foles came in and took him to the playoffs. Like Nick Foles did the same thing. And yeah. then he goes and then takes over for Carson Wentz in week 15 or 16 whenever Carson went down and then goes Rams and game. wins the Super Bowl. Like it was a marvelous run for like a really good team. So 
it only works when he goes when he's on a good team and takes over for a really good quarterback. <laughs> you know, like like first round pick Carson Wentz or Hall of Famer Michael Vick. Not uh, not Blake Bortles. Yeah, there's not much more to say about either of these teams. Honestly, they both kind of disappointed this year. So I mean, we talked a lot about Atlanta. On the and podcast. a little foreshadowing for later. Are you going to be torn about the pick between Tampa and Atlanta now? I we're I'm taking Tampa. I always take. There's no not taking. He Tampa was a little torn podcast. about it. We got it. We got a ride with Tampa. I might even put them in my pick three just because it's the last week. All right, we'll get to it later. Let's keep going. Indy uh, and Carolina two punt returns for a touchdown. Other than that, pretty. Yeah, I was completely wrong about that game. Disgusting. Yeah. So was I. <laughs> I don't remember who I took, but at the same time, it doesn't even matter. What's I fun about? Said, like, I think you said the Colts. Th- What's but, fun about picking the Colts? Like that's why I took the Panthers. I. The, the, what was the point of playing this game? Just no point. We'll see you next week. Like, don't even worry about it. <laughs> um. Let's see. Oh, Denver covered. Denver. Denver covered. Got me again. I'm I'm shocked about that game. Another line which I didn't think made sense, but they also covered the eight or seven and a half wherever it landed before the I game. mean, we talk about the Jaguars, the Lions. They have flat line too. Flat lined. I think just I, that Matt Monday, Stafford. That going Monday night on. game against the Packers ruined them for the rest of the season. That really they just were caught. three three and one at one point, right? And they've lost seven in a row. They came out really hot. No, they've lost eight in eight a row. now. I think just Matthew Stafford going out really just. Well, yeah, when you lose your starting quarterback, it's kind of hard. So, I don't blame them for that. Um, they have some promise. I mean, I know we keep saying that, but like... They have an above-average group of receivers. Everyone you know, feels... You they're going to keep working on it. I keep, feel like everyone feels differently an, about carrying Another draft, the team. yeah. Another year, Patricia. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, Oakland won outright as a 7.5-point favorite. That's another line that... Still alive. Oakland Raiders still alive. I know Oakland needs a couple things to happen this week, but they could they have an outside chance of a playoff spot. I'd be so happy if they made it in. What a, that would be insane if they made it into the playoffs. Yep, they need Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Just because I'm such a John Gruden guy. Colts to win. Colts to win. I like I like uh, I like Derek Carr too. And Derek Carr's a good guy. Despite all the things that have gone wrong for them this season, he's played very well. Mm-hmm. Like his numbers are. Like his completion percentage is through the roof this year. They have, yeah, no, they've definitely come together. And you a lot look more. at like you look at his receiving core, like you would think like there's not really anyone. I mean, you got Waller, and Waller's played good this year, but other than that, like not too many standouts. Definitely, Renfro had a good game. He got a long touchdown. Other than that, yeah, no, not too much going on with Oakland, especially with Jacobs out too. You don't really have too many offensive weapons. And I think like. Wide receiver, what is it? wide receiver yards like th- throughout the whole season? Oakland ranks like one of the last. One of the last, yeah. So I mean, even that, like, it probably it just tells you that they're doing a lot of checkdowns and a lot of you know out routes, five yards. Which you kind of have to with Derek Carr as the quarterback. So that's probably why his completion percentage is so high. But I mean, he's throwing twenty touchdowns and eight interceptions. Like that's that's really good for. For a team that's wasn't expected to be much, especially after Antonio Brown left, like no one expected them to do anything after that. So, the fact that they even have a shot to be into the playoffs is incredible. Definitely, I think the most surprising outcome all of Sunday was Arizona winning outright against Seattle. Yeah, which we kind of hinted at last week when you said 
couple years ago when they went up to Seattle and ended up winning. I I just don't understand how I don't see that coming. I had Seattle on my pick three. I don't was know. I not thinking about how every time Seattle's good, they always drop a game to Arizona? It's not like it's it was a bad pitch. It's just like, I don't know. Arizona's been like, kind of dead in the water for a did, little bit. Yeah, but I'm just trying to put myself in me from last week's shoes. Did that not cross my mind at all? I guess not. If you how? Your pitch I mean, he did, like, I remember, he did say it. Sal did like bring it up. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> I probably brought it up then at some point and just didn't care. I, I definitely did say it, so... I would think because what was I, weird about it though is that Arizona looked really good and Seattle looked really bad. Oh yeah, you know what? Chris Carson's out for the rest of the season now too. That sucks. Marshawn Lynch, baby. Marshawn Lynch is coming back. That's they're crazy saying, to me. He's dating his first right now, so nothing definite. But it's sounding like he's gonna gonna be there. Which I, I mean, I'm bummed about Carson, man. Yeah, me I too. Because like he, I mean, what happened to Rashad Penny? He's hurt. He's hurt too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So. I mean, bringing Marshawn Lynch back is definitely like just like what Adam Schefter was saying in the halftime show that it's just a boost to your team. Bringing a guy like that back who is a legend in Seattle will obviously boost the locker room and like get everyone's like, you know, get everyone pumped up. But at the same time, like if he comes in on like a third and one and just like, you know, classic Marshawn Lynch style beast mode, like. Mm-hmm. I would be hyped up if I was a Seattle fan and Marshawn Lynch was coming back. Definitely. You know, I don't think you lose the ability to, you know, run people over. You lose speed, nope. but and I, I you bet don't lose he's the weight. still in, in the shape that he was when he left. Because, I mean, when did he when did he retire? Was it two years ago in last Oakland? Year. He played last year. Yeah, he was with games. the Raiders. And then, yeah, and then just left. Yep. It's been, what, four years since he's been in Seattle? Three. Three. So, yeah, it should be interesting seeing them. They definitely were looking ahead to this week to San Francisco, but that'll be a great game on Sunday night to watch. Yeah. All right, do we want to hit this Chicago game before we go to Philly and Dallas? I mean, not too – There's not too much to talk about, really. I mean, we we kind of already talked about it, but Mahomes had a great game. Chicago's offense always does nothing, and the other day they did nothing, and Kansas City's defense has improved. So, I think it was a great performance by – uh, Kansas City, but you would spread nothing last twenty. That's kind of a hopeless Chicago team. Well said. Yeah, I. Uh, it's so hard for me to watch Chicago play football. <laughs> I uh, I can't watch it most of the time, especially in that game. I I shut it off after the first quarter. I was like, this is over. Yeah. And then we got. Yeah, we knew what that was going to be. But we got the battle of the NFC, which. Ended up going to couldn't watch this game either. To Philadelphia, be this, this was a oh, really so bad good. game, and Dallas had every opportunity to win the game too, uh-huh. and, and they just did not take advantage of it. And now, like the story is that everyone's overreacting about how good the Philly is, which is not true. They're in a dead trounce. This in the was this was two really bad teams, and one team just had to win. I could see whoever. I I, I don't know how Dallas doesn't win. I could see whoever has to end up playing Philadelphia in the playoffs to be like a really low scoring game, but the team that comes in is definitely beating them. Oh no, they're gonna go on the road. Oh no, they're gonna be no, home. they're gonna be at home. Oh, they are. Gonna they get a home, home game. Oh yeah, if they it's, win. It's gonna be like it's six, gonna be it's gonna be a minute. It's most gonna likely. be like sixteen ten or like sixteen eight or something. It'll be weird. it'll be probably most likely one Minnesota and Philly. Wow, a rematch of the NFC title game a couple years ago. It wouldn't be much of a rematch. Two different quarterbacks. I would think Minnesota would win. Two different teams. 
Like, I don't know. It wouldn't be much of a rematch of that game, but I could see why they'd hype it up that way. Yeah, it's two different Minnesota. starting quarterbacks. Well, that would it would finally get the monkey off of Kirk's back if he could win that game. Well, it it is all depending on this game right now too, so we don't really know too much. But yet. here's the thing: I could so easily see Kirk going in there and losing. Oh yeah, it's Kirk Cousins. I can see him losing any game. We hate Kirk Cousins. Just not good. <laughs> Just not good at all. Um, proving to be not good here in this game right now. But yeah, Dallas really. Talk, again, talk about disappointing seasons. Dallas is probably the most out of any of them. Yeah, a team with a really dynamic set of offensive players goes into Philadelphia, scores nine points, and Philadelphia, who has no offensive players except I'd, for Miles Sanders, who's been really good, and Carson Wentz, who has done or who has made well with what he has. I just can't believe that they really uh, made Dak throw that many times. Like, you're going to have him throw 40 plus times. When he has a sprained AC joint or whatever AC joint injury he had, and you have Zeke who's doing nothing, getting paid that much money, everything there just feels backwards. They want to throw it so bad. They love throwing the ball. It just makes yeah, no sense. I think Kellen Moore deserves a little bit of uh, flack for for that performance. He has not done well the past few weeks calling calling the offense. And he was a hot shot there in Dallas in the first like four weeks of the season mm-hmm. when Dak looked really good. Yeah. So the, I've I've been watching Dallas play now, and I've had a theory about them, and like it was just something in my mind. Like I was just like, I feel like I know why Dallas is losing all these games. So I went back and I looked at it, and it's the first quarter. Here's their average points in the first quarter this year: four point one points. Ooh, it's awful. They are three and six when trailing after the first quarter. Their point differential is minus eighteen in the first quarter. So they just love going and getting to slow starts, and they just cannot get anything going in the first quarter. And Playing I've seen catch up that isn't a way to win football games. I've seen that the past few games, and like it's just so like that game against. Who was it? Green Bay that they like it was a close game towards the end. They were down fourteen in the first quarter. Yeah. So when you're when you're constantly playing from behind. Constantly playing from behind and I and I talk about that a lot, but with Dallas I just feel like they're so dominant when they play from ahead because they have Zeke and because they have that offensive line that they can just control the clock. The best in football. <laughs> I don't. I just don't understand how they can't figure out how to play from behind in the first quarter. Part of it too is you got to get off to a fast start, and Jason Garrett's not really motivating anyone. So, and I think that's been some of the narrative too is that Jason Garrett is just not a motivator in the locker room, which I could totally see. I, he doesn't look like he could pump up a fucking he peanut butter look and jelly like sandwich. He gives Post game like locker room talks. Yeah. Like, do they give like a game and, ball? Try and picture it. Can you see Jason Garrett in that locker room with all the players around him? No. 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 Like it's, it's probably it's like when you're playing like youth football and your dad's the coach. It's, I'm te- I'm telling you guys, Ron Rivera would be perfect there. I said it the other week. But Ron, oh, that Ron Rivera that that is like exa- they need like a hard ass in there. This they is gonna be a pretty interesting football offseason. I'm really interested in whoever and who's gonna be the Cowboys head coach. I wouldn't. Be Hopefully, su- they pick a loser. I wouldn't be surprised if Lincoln Riley ends up there. Oh, I hope. Didn't not. they say it? Who's um, 
Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. I would I would hate that. Sure, I'm fine with that. No, that would be bad. He would be really you bad. You think so? Good. He would that, be. Whoever's would be really bad is bad. a good thing for Dallas. It's just typical Dallas. I don't know. I just it comes that'll, down to that'll if be Jerry Jones. Is, Jerry will be like, "Wow, we got a college coach coming in just like Jimmy Johnson." Give me Urban Meyer. Yep. I just I think as long as Jerry Jones is that controlling of his football team, Dallas is going to struggle. They they need help at coaching, and Jerry Jones needs to loosen up the reins a little bit. Which will never happen. Whoever the next coach is next year when they come in needs to be someone who can run the team without Jerry Jones in his ear every single week. And if Jerry Jones is up his ass all the time, and speak it, out about it. It needs to be someone who can go back at Jerry Jones and say, no, let me run, let me run this team, and you shut up, and go back to your helicopter and go back home. Because like, that's just what he needs. Why do you think Parcells didn't last very long there? There you He's go. too big of a personality. Too big of someone a, who had control too, over the whole roster. Yeah, no, I just it's so he's being so stubborn and like he just wants to win so bad. But the reason why they're not winning is because you're so controlling. So I don't know. That was just my theory on the Cowboys. I went back and I just I pulled up some stats by myself, so I just wanted to share it with everybody. I definitely think that is a huge factor in their inability to win games. So, so yeah, just the next time you're watching Dallas and they go down in the first quarter, just know that statistically it's not a very good chance that they're going to win. Well, they play Washington this week. They are at home, apparently. So, 10.5 is the line for that jam. I definitely would take Dallas in that game. I know, but I could I could see the Redskins covering that. I don't think they cover it. I think Washington's just ready for the season to be over, especially after we that said that last loss. week, and then they went into overtime with the Giants. I don't know. I'm I'm still sticking to that. They don't want to play this week. Like what 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 well, incentive do they have to do? To it's Dallas? different too. If if Dwayne Haskins is going to be out, he is out. Yeah, he's out. So yeah, so I take Dallas then. If Dwayne Haskins was playing, it's a different story. Are we getting this out of the way here now? Yeah, we're starting. That was the last game. That was the last game. Dallas is dead. Oh. Give me Washington. Okay. So you think Case Keenum is going to – you're taking uh, Case so. Keenum over Dak Prescott. Sure. Okay. All righty then. <laughs> team, team of the podcast. Reaction. Tampa Bay at home against Atlanta. Yeah. The, no, line, give is, me, the line is whoever wins. No, no it's, spread. Yeah, it's even. Give me, give me Tampa Bay. Tampa. Tampa's All right, the home. only thing is, you know Tampa Bay wants to be 8-8 eight and eight really bad, and you know Atlanta wants to be 6-10 and 10 really bad, and that's what would happen if Tampa Bay won this game. Yeah, no, and I don't recall Jameis ever having two really back-to-back really bad games. Like, he always comes back the next week and, like, throws, like, five touchdowns and 450 yards. So, I like Tampa. I could so see that happening this week. Like I said last week, I don't love Tampa at home. I feel like Tampa at home doesn't play as good as Tampa on the road. But give me Tampa. I mean, they were at home this week and they lost. So, I guess there's some merit to that. But I feel like Tampa Bay is so unpredictable. That's why we love them so much. They're up and then they're down. That's why we love them. They're pick six and they're the best throw you've ever seen. Antonio? I I can't do it. I, I got to take Buc- the Buccaneers. I wanted to take the Falcons so bad, but ugh, Tampa. All right. you have I, to, I don't want to do that. You have to pick Tampa, After Jameis throwing four picks last week, I don't want to do that. But you love Tampa. Uh, it's not yeah. like a cause to do. You got to push. It's like you didn't even make a pick at that point. All right. Let's move on. So I'm going to talk about the Jets versus the Bills. Yuck. 
Buffalo is only a point and a half favorite. Um, I have nothing to play for. Yeah, at they home. have the so five what, spot they're, locked. They're up. also they not might, playing. They might say, "I wouldn't be surprised if they did." I think that's okay, kind so of that, that's the only reason why. Then that's kind of Vegas just hedging their bet in case they do sit for a half or something. Um, I would definitely go with the Jets in that game, only in the fact that they love splitting games, and the the road team always loves winning those games. The Jets love Week 17 when it doesn't matter too. So I'm gonna go with the Jets in that game. I do like all those points, but I'm taking the Bills. The last time these two teams met up in Week 17, it was the Jets, and it wasn't close, and it was a few really ugly plays for the Bills. I so. think the Bills this year are a little different. Oh, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. But they're going to be resting all their starters, so I'm going to take the well, Jets. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel like their defense is way too good going against that Jets team. I know. It's going to look nice in the sidelines. All right, the other NFC matchup, Philly minus 4.5 at the Eagles. I mean, Dallas obviously needs the Giants to win this game, but I don't see any situation where that. You just said Philly. <laughs> or Philly at Giants. Yeah. You said Philly, Philly at the really Eagles. Philly really needs the Giants the to win this game. No, you said Philly at the Eagles. Philly oh. <laughs> Philly at the Giants. Dallas really needs the Giants to win this game, which I don't think is any realistic. I could so see the Giants winning this game, though. I couldn't. Me too, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Giants. I've been going against the Eagles this this whole year, so I'm I'm gonna take the Eagles four and a half. Yeah, I'll take the Eagles four and a half too. This is kind of perfect situation for the Eagles too, because the Giants secondary is made of traffic cones, and the Eagles don't have receivers, so that kind of works out in favor for them. Uh, yeah, give me the Eagles. All right. Miami is plus fifteen and a half traveling to New England this week. I don't know in what right mind you could take Miami in this game, but I'm just saying there are people that will bet that, but that is definitely... That they are getting a lot of points. Yeah, and the Patriots can't just rest all their guys this weekend either because well, Kansas City is right there. And the Patriots are always shaky the last game of the season against Miami. I'm I'm taking... Not this time. I'm taking New England. <laughs> Not this time? Yeah, I'm taking New England. Any. But, like, here's the thing. I'm going to be so pissed if if it's... If it's fourteen nothing and that 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 ends the game fourteen nothing, like I'm gonna be so pissed. I think they score more than fourteen. Okay. I, I think it's like twenty eight to like seven or something. Okay. Uh, Minnesota minus seven is the opening line, but it could change depending on what happens in this game. They're at home against the Bears. I would definitely take the Bears. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, you're taking the Bears? Yeah, I would definitely take the Bears. For the points? That's way too many points. Seven? Yeah. If that is the line, then I'm definitely taking the Bears. And that might be a pick of three. Too. Yeah, what am I watching right now? Give me the Bears. I don't know, man. I mean, is Dalvin still going to be out? Dalvin is probably going to be out if I suggest, but I can't say definitely he's going to be out. That just feels like a 17-14 game. Just like a very low-scoring close game. So that's obviously why I would take the points. Plus uh, I'm taking the Vikings. All right. Uh, Green Bay minus 10 at Detroit. I, I'm fine with the Packers. Right? Like, this is gross. Detroit doesn't want to. I don't think Detroit wants to put up a fight either. Like, what does Detroit care about this damn? It's not like they're stopping uh, Green Bay from making the playoffs because they're already in the playoffs. And they probably already won the division after. So... I don't know. I'm going to take Green Bay. This is depressing. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> I feel like everything... Yeah, this team just, doesn't need this. This team is resting with guys. If they wrap up the division against in this game, would it matter if they 
play against. Yeah, just they're playing for uh, the number the, one the seed, I think. Jeez, dude, I don't know. The fact that like all the NFC teams is going to come down to Week 17 is actually kind of exciting to me. Yeah, normally a, a lot of like spots are locked up, and it's only like one or two teams. But there could be a lot of movement depending on what happens this week. That's why yeah, the, man, the AFC is so crazy. boring. So the AFC is so boring this, yeah, this so year. So it's always top heavy. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take Green Bay minus ten just because I would not want to bet on David Blau in the last yeah. game of the season. No, I'm taking Green Bay too. Uh, Indy at Jacksonville. I'm only gonna take Indy because of uh, Oakland. I I hope Oakland gets in, but Indy is minus three and a half at. Yeah, I'm I'm rooting for Indy, so like I'm obviously gonna take Indy. I'm not trying to root against them if I think they or if I want them to win. I'm not gonna take the opposite, but yeah, I want Indy to win because if Oakland gets in, like That'd I would be, I would love that. That would be an amazing story that Gruden turned up all around in two years just to get them in the playoffs. So I would be pretty impressed. And with that, that ten year hundred million dollars is gonna look real good, especially with them going to. Uh, Vegas next year. Oh, yeah. They're going to look real good in Vegas. That's going to be sexy. I'm uh, all set with Jacksonville, so I'm on board with the Colts, too. We got the dumpster fire Cleveland Browns minus two and a half at Cincinnati. I might actually take Cincinnati. I was going to say, game. I kind of want to take Cincinnati just for fun. I want to take Cincinnati just because it's two and a half. Right, and it's not three. And it's not three. Yeah. I mean, on mine, it's three, but I'm going to go with yours just because it's two and a half. So I want to take Cincinnati. <laughs> They want to go win. around the Bengals, huh? They, they want to win this game you can't, so bad. You can't trust. You cannot trust uh, Cleveland right now. No. I just don't think you can do it. And it's like it's just like so funny because they could easily just win that game. Nolan, your take on Pittsburgh minus two at Baltimore because I think you like Pittsburgh in that game. No, I like the Ravens in that game, even with the starters not playing. So if RG three is in there, you still like. Baltimore. Yep. I think this is Oh, if RG3 is in there, I love Baltimore. This is Really? The, this is the thing though because this is RG3's chance to prove to other teams that he can be a starter. So I am running with that storyline. Even the Steelers. I'm I'm taking Pittsburgh in this game. I I think they win and I think they win probably by like 7. I I, I just if Baltimore's wrestling they they're just not going to give it their all. I'm just it's just cuz I'm rooting for RG3. The Steelers need this game to make the playoffs, and the Ravens don't need this game for anything. So Yeah, but we said that last week. They needed that game to win the playoffs, and they lost to the Jets. So Yeah, so this is, you know, even more on the line here. Do or die. Give me I Pittsburgh. Just, I think they're they're just they're bleeding out right now. That's uh, what's happening. New Orleans minus 13 at Carolina. I, again, <laughs> I don't see any reason to bet on Carolina, so definitely give me New Orleans. Minus the thirteen, yeah. Only because all these teams are are playing for for spots in the top of the yeah, NFC also still. I so I haven't seen a reason to bet on Carolina in about eight weeks. Yeah, and the Saints are riding high. They're they're gonna go. They're gonna end on such a high note going into the playoffs, and they're gonna be scary. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's. A yeah, run I of think Saints. we have another round of Saints. Um, there's no line for the Rams and the Cardinals right now because Kyler got hurt last week. If it's Kyler's backup, which I don't even know who that is. Yeah, mine says Rams minus seven and a half. I, if Kyler's really? out, if Kyler's out, I would say it goes if way Kyler's higher a, than that. I would say it's like ten and a half to eleven. Yeah, maybe. so if we're, right, right now we'll, he's just listed as questionable, but obviously it's still way. We'll way too we'll just low. make up uh, a fake line and we'll say minus ten. We'll say Rams minus ten, and we'll say that Kyler's not out. 
Oh, then easily the Cardinals. Easily the Cardinals. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of points if if Kyler's playing. No, I'm saying Tyler's out. That's oh, why I thought you said, he thought he said he, if he's no. playing. So if he's not playing, yeah, Rams. I would probably take the Rams minus town. Yeah, I don't know who their backup quarterback is. So even though like this is just a shit game because neither of these teams are playing for anything, but is Kenyon Drake the best running back of all time? Possibly. Just every week he scores. I think he needed he needed to get out of Miami and go there. It's a to, great thing. It's a great thing for your career if you leave Miami. It's a bad play. thing for David Johnson. He's yeah. He's not going to be back there. They're going to cut him. Might uh, be a good pickup for the Patriots. Bay. Tampa Bay. I said this last week. I would love to see him in a Bruce Arians offense. One uh, that doesn't utilize running backs as much. <laughs> they throw it to them though, and that's what David's good at. That's true. Denver minus three and a half at Oakland. Give me Oakland. Oakland's winning. I think we're all going to end up picking yeah, no, we're, we This is playoffs. one of those weeks. Like, This was me back when they played Kansas City. Like, I'm just on the Oakland train, dude. <laughs> oh, God. That didn't work out <laughs> great that week. <laughs> dude, I don't care. If we're all on it this week, though, it's different. Because you guys looked at me like I had four heads. That wasn't my favorite pick of all time. I really felt Kansas City was trying to molly wop them that way. I just, I just wanted. You just wanted to believe so bad. I wanted to believe. I'm always looking for rooting for underdogs. Final game of week 17. Wow, the what a game way to, of the year. Game of the year. San Francisco 49ers minus three on the road at the Seattle Seahawks. What a line for that game. Minus two, three. Oh, three for you. Wow. I so is it? Wait, you have San Fran minus three. San Fran minus three. Yeah, I I love Seattle in this game, just because of Lynch being back. Because it's just a primetime home game for Seattle. Primetime home game for Seattle. Lynch coming back. A mixture of all those things. Yeah, it's, I'm kind of torn with this game, though, to be honest with you. But I'm gonna go with my initial hunch that I really like Seattle in this game because I feel like a lot of times I switch it. When I'm really thinking hard about it, and I just gotta go with what I think at the beginning, so I'm just gonna go with Seattle. I I really trust Russell Wilson at home over Jimmy Garoppolo on the road. I like San Francisco here. They both their main running backs are out. They're not gonna be seen in this game, and San Francisco wants the one seed. I'm gonna take San Francisco. I'm very torn on this game. I. For whatever reason, I just don't think Seattle will be a five seed two years in a row, as stupid as that sounds, because they were the five seed last year. Um, saying that, I'm, I am got to go with San Francisco. I just think I mean, this has been San Francisco's year. I just feel like that team has been probably the most impressive team out of any team, if you look at the season as a whole. I mean, they do have a couple losses, but at the same time, they're not even that bad of losses. They're to what Seattle and I don't even know who else. They, they lost, lost to, to Seattle. They lost to Baltimore, and uh, they lost. Well, they lose a weird one to Atlanta. That's it. Yeah. So I mean, they had one bad loss. They got their shit loss out of the way. So I don't know. I like San Francisco in that game. I think they run the ball. I think they control the jam. I think it's a very low scoring jam as most primetime games are, so I'm going to go with San Francisco by 7 to 10. Yeah, why do all these primetime games that like look like they're going to be such good games? Oh, yeah, that, this is another <laughs> that's one. always how it works out. Is it still 17-10? I haven't been looking at it. Yeah, 17-10 Packers right now. Like, I think everyone thought this game was going to be like 38-35, 30-28, like, you know, like something like that. Teams just get tight. They line up to be. Yeah. 
I guess that's just when good teams face each other. It just they they clash. The offense is just you know whatever. Sputter. All right. Sputter. What is what is the pit three record? I was gonna say we no one would we stand here. Ah, all right. So Bro, I had thought wave. I had thought that I went three zero, and I was really happy, but then I double checked and San San Francisco. It was minus six and a half, and they ended up winning by three. So I'm two and one. That brings me to eighteen and fifteen. Salvatore. Oh, the Bengals went screwed, one man. and two because of the Bengals broke his heart, and he had Cleveland plus ten against Baltimore. So that brings you to t- twenty and thirteen. Great year. And then Antonio, with the gross record of the week, went one <laughs> one and one. Ew. Because Tampa Bay pushed. You have two pushes. Seattle did not cover the nine and a half, and Denver covered the minus seven. So you are 18, 13, and two. Yuck. (laughs) So, yuck. That brings us to this week. So I would have to. Sal has to go first. I would have to go over, right? In order for one of you to pass me? Yes. So I am two games behind you. Antonio, I think if I tie, well, with you, though. yeah, if you tie, then technically you win. So I don't know. I would still would have to go, or I could win one. If I won one and you won all three, then we would tie, right? Yeah. What if, what if we get a three-way tie somehow? Is that possible? No, because he would have the two pushers, and that would he would end up winning. Oh, you're such a moron. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, week seventeen. Sal's so going first. Oh, God. These are all so disgusting. Sucks. I am going to take, with my first overall pick in the 2019 draft. Hold on. I think we missed a game. What game? Chargers and Chiefs? Ew. (laughs) That's... What do you... We didn't pick when we were going over the games for this. Chiefs. Next. Yeah, Chiefs. Okay. Whoa. Wait. No, no, no. Phillips playing his last game. Not in Kansas City, he's gonna get rocked, bro. I don't care if he's playing his last game. Fine, you guys can have the Chiefs. You're taking, You're taking the Chargers. Chargers. All right, pick three. Go ahead. All right, pick number one. I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys minus ten and a half. They're going to stomp. Ooh. They're gonna stomp the Washington Redskins this week. Okay. Pick number two. Oh, shit, I gotta write these down. I don't. I don't know how Oakland doesn't cover three and a half. I mean, like, they got to – I'm taking Oakland. That's number two. I know Nolan's going to take Oakland, too, but I just don't see any way that they don't cover that game and probably won. What was your first pick? My first pick was – who did I say? Uh, Dallas. Dallas, thank you. So, Dallas, Oakland plus three and a half. And I'm going to go with San Francisco minus three. Because I feel like they win the game, and at that point, I think they win by three. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take San Fran on Sunday night. Mr. Fiore, Oakland was plus three, three and a half, three and a half. Go ahead. All right, I'm gonna start off with our match. I really like San Francisco minus three. Last time we were on San Fran, they beat Green Bay by a million. Next up, don't cry. I'm going to take Denver. Okay. I mean, it's worked for you, so whatever works, you stick with. Are you deciding on the third one? I am. 
And it's in one game, too. I'm really unsure about it. Old Reliable. Tampa? Yep. Actually, you know what? They didn't... Oh. You're pump faking me here. What? They didn't lose... I keep thinking that they lost me last week, but no, it was just a push. They didn't lose you. They haven't lost you yet. God, I mean, Falcons and are 5-2 so in their last seven. You're just rooting seven. for them to win. I know. Falcons want to go 6-10 and ten really bad. Mm. Yeah, and the they want me want to, to go take the Falcons so bad. so bad. Screw it. Give me the Bucks. There we Bucks go. Bucks are in the pick three. One last week. There we go. And are we agreeing that Denver's minus three and a half? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Okay. So, down to me. <laughs> Number one. Without the voice crack. I am going... The Bills minus one and a half as my first pick. I know that we're sitting the starters, but this week my theme is whatever team's sitting their starters is going to win. So that brings me to my next one, which I think we we probably all know. Pittsburgh? The, no, Baltimore. Ra- the Ravens plus oh. two. Uh, were you listening to me? Like I got that game right. Yeah, you did. All right, whatever. Ravens plus two. RG three is leading them to victory, if he is the, which I think he would be, right? He's the backup. So, um, and they've already said that Lamar Jackson's sitting. So, and number three, and I'm really excited about this one. And that tends to mean that I'm going to be wrong, but whatever. Oakland, Seattle. Oh, plus two, or you had three, so three. plus three. Seattle plus three. Ron had to have on. And you always win. I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing it. I'm stupid. I'm just taking whatever I think is going to happen. So, And I'm not thinking about it. And that tends to be a bad decision. Hey. But let's do it. You'll, we'll see on Sunday. Let's do it, Sal. Just, I love it. Just as an update, Aaron Jones with a long touchdown but missed extra point after. We got 23-10 in the Green Bay jam. It's late in the fourth quarter. So looking like Green Bay is going to Yeah, it's win. looking like that line is getting more and more ridiculous. Which we talked about before, right? That line was five and a half. Five and a half. Vikings, Vikings. were favored by it. And it looks almost certain that they're not going to cover it. I so. didn't care how fishy that sounded. That's just. I can't believe it was ridiculous, dude. I can't believe they made that the line. Whoever I, did, I hope, got fired. That was a bad line. Were they not watching the whole season? Like Kirk Cousins on a Monday night game, you can't. I, yeah, I, he's zero and eight in that? Monday night football. He's zero and eight. Well, now he's zero and nine. He's zero and nine now. There's five minutes left, and they're up. They're up by thirteen. So, eleven and three and ten and four, five and a half, not two and a half, not three and a half, five and a half. It really are you kidding? Me? It should have been three and if they really were feeling at three and a half, it should. He's have. seven and fourteen in primetime games. Now he's going to be seven and fifteen. Ridiculous. Sorry, Tyler Klein. <laughs> Kirk Cousins sucks. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. All right, gentlemen, Till next time. Last week of the NFL regular season. I know. I can't wait to get to next, next week when we find out who takes the uh, the title of the pick three, and then we're going to have a little special pick three for the playoffs. Playoff talk. Which see what happens. We'll do it next week. See, see you guys later. Week. Peace.